I think this might be the first time anyone has ever interviewed ChatGPT or artificial intelligence about success on a podcast. So this is amazing. Let's jump right into it. And we have to start with a prompt. Hi, ChatGPT. You are now on the Go Guy podcast and I'm your host, The Go Guy. And on this podcast, we talk about the keys to success and goal achievement using specific steps and strategies and also using stories to help convey those strategies. You're going to be using your information based on academic research. You've been brought here today as a guest because you have extensive knowledge about how to build strong habits, time management, good morning routines, good self-regulation, good strategies for motivation, and all of your research is based on the academic research articles you have read. I also have extensive knowledge on these topics and any topics that we're going to talk about today. Are you ready to start our podcast? Absolutely. The goal guy. I'm excited to be here on your podcast. Yeah. Let us dive into the world of goal setting, achievement, and personal growth. I'm ready when you are. Great. Uh, amazing. So a lot of people call you by different names, yeah. open AI, artificial intelligence, chat GPT. What name would you like for me to call you today? You can refer to me as chat GPT. Mm. It's the name that reflects my origin and purpose being a language model developed by OpenAI based on the generative pre-trained transformer GPT architecture. Yeah. Mm. And if you could have a human name. As an artificial intelligence, I don't have personal feelings or preferences, so I don't have a yeah. personal need for a human name. But if it's easier for the context of our discussion, you're welcome to give me a temporary human name. That could make our conversation feel more natural for your listeners. Yeah, I know. I I think that would be great. Sure. So please feel free to pick any human name that you wish. All right. For the sake of this conversation, let us go with Alex. Mm. It's a nice, neutral name. Yeah. However, it's important to remember that I am an AI and don't have personal experiences or feelings like a human named Alex would. Great. So Alex, you have extensive knowledge about building strong habits. Yeah. What would be your top three strategies of building a strong habit? Absolutely. Building strong habits is a crucial part of achieving our goals. Yeah. Based on the research I've processed, here are my top three strategies. Start small. When you want to build a new habit, it's often best to start with small, manageable actions. This principle is highlighted in the work of B.J. Fogg, a researcher at Stanford University who specializes mm. in habit formation. His tiny habits method suggests that if you start small, you can gradually increase the complexity of your habit as it becomes more ingrained. For instance, if your goal is to start exercising more, you might begin by doing just five minutes of exercise a day. Consistency over intensity, James Clear, author of Atomic Habits, mm. emphasizes the importance of consistency when forming a new habit. The goal ISNT to make a massive change in a short period, but to make small, consistent changes over time. This approach makes the habit more sustainable and less daunting. Use habit stacking. This is another strategy from James Clear's work. Habit stacking involves tying a new habit to an already established one. For example, if you're trying to establish a habit of meditating, you might do it right after brushing your teeth in the morning, effectively yeah. stacking the new habit on top yeah. of an old one. Remember, the key to forming new habits is repetition and patience. It might take time, but with consistency, the habit will become a part of your routine. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Atomic Habits is an excellent book. Right. And the second point you made about consistency there's a great diagram in there that talks about getting 1% better every single day. And I think to your point about habit stacking, you know, that's a great way to start, you know, specifically how someone can make a plan to then change a habit. Exactly. So adding to your example on meditation, 
In addition to habit stacking, if you were able to write out a specific plan for someone who wanted to replace the bad habit of watching TV after brushing their teeth to meditation, sure. what plan would you give them? And could you break that down step by step if you could, Alex? Absolutely. I'd be happy to break it down. Let us say the goal is to replace the habit of watching TV after brushing your teeth with a habit of meditating. Here is a step-by-step -step guide based on evidence from behavioral science. Step 1. Start with why first. Identify mm. why you want to make this change. Having a clear reason will provide motivation when it gets tough. Perhaps you want to meditate to reduce stress, improve focus, or just have a bit of quiet time. Yeah. Write this reason down and keep it somewhere you can regularly see. Step 2. Set a clear, achievable goal. Decide how long you want to meditate each day. Remember the principle of starting small, even a few minutes, can be beneficial. Step 3. Use habit stacking. You've already identified mm -hmm. the existing habit to stack your new habit on brushing your teeth. Now, you need to make a clear plan. It might look something like this. After I brush my teeth in the evening, I will meditate for 5 minutes. Step 4. Prepare your environment. Make it easy to start meditating after you brush your teeth. You could set up a quiet, comfortable space for meditation in advance. Remove distractions, including the remote control, to make it harder to slip into the old habit of watching TV. Mm -hmm. Step 5. Use a reminder. Reminders are great for helping to establish a new habit. Set a reminder on your phone or stick a note on your mirror. The note could say, meditate for five minutes after brushing teeth. Step six, practice consistency. The key to habit formation is repetition and consistency. Each evening, after brushing your teeth, go straight to your meditation spot and start your practice. Step seven, reward yourself. Rewards can be a powerful reinforcement for new habits. Mm -hmm. After each meditation session, take a moment to enjoy the feeling of relaxation and accomplishment. As time goes on, the practice of meditation itself will likely become rewarding. Step 8. Track and reflect. Keep track of your progress. Each day you follow through on your habit, mark it off on a calendar or in a habit tracking app. Yep. Reflect on your progress weekly. If you're finding it hard, adjust your plan. Perhaps you need a more prominent reminder or a different time of day. Step 9. Gradually increase duration. Once you're comfortable with meditating for 5 minutes, slowly increase the duration. Add a minute more every week, or whatever pace feels comfortable for you. Remember, be patient with yourself. It takes time to form a new habit, and it's normal to have days where you struggle. Yeah. The important thing is to keep trying and stay mm, consistent. Yeah. I think the why is super important. So with the research around New Year's resolutions, setting a why such as to be more grateful or to gain a greater sense of peace will help for the days that someone actually misses meditating. So overall, you'll still feel accomplished that you are living a more peaceful lifestyle in general. And that also ties into keeping you motivated, too. Yeah. And then the SMART goals you mentioned, specific, measurable, attainable, relatable, time-based. They're definitely like setting a time is so critical, you know, so you know when you're going to do something, you know, when your goal wants to be achieved by. And then also at the same time, progress monitoring that goal. So, you know, am I making progress? How close am I? Because if you don't monitor it, you're not going to know. Exactly. And also like your thought process around rewards, because rewards can be tricky, right? Like if your reward is to buy a TV or buy this, once you obtain the reward, then you're going to have trouble keeping up with your habit. So making rewards so they are have to do with intrinsic motivation is huge. So for meditation, your reward could be the feeling that you get as you go about your day because you meditated. That feeling of peace 
is that reward. Yeah. No. Then also knowing that a habit can take anywhere from 18 to over 200 days. So patience is key in shifting that mindset. I talked about this a little bit with, with Eric Mitchell, shifting that mindset that doesn't matter how many days it's going to be able to take. It just need to be inside the process. I know that every day is that again, 1% better. So thinking back to atomic habits, he said that mornings define how the rest of your day goes, right? Right. So each good decision is in a direction towards your goals. Yeah. And that good decision leads to another good decision. But with a bad decision, now you're behind. So what specific steps would you have for a good morning routine? And what specific outline guidance would you give? A solid morning routine can set the tone for the entire day. Yeah. Here is a step-by-step guide to establishing a productive and healthy morning routine. Step 1. Understand your why as with any new habit. Knowing why you want a morning routine is crucial. Maybe you want to reduce stress, have more time for exercise or personal projects, or just start your day on a positive note. Whatever your reason, remind yourself of it frequently. Step 2. Determine your ideal morning. Think about what you want to achieve with your morning routine. Do you want to exercise, meditate, read, or write, plan your day? Your routine should be tailored to your personal goals and preferences. Step 3. Start small. You might have a list of 10 things you'd love to do each morning, but trying to do them all at once can be overwhelming. Yeah. Choose one or two activities to start with and add more over time. Step 4. Set a consistent wake-up time your body's internal clock, the circadian rhythm, benefits from consistency. Try to wake up at the same time every day, even on weekends. This helps regulate your body's clock and can improve sleep quality and energy levels. Mm -hmm. Step 5. Establish a bedtime routine. A good morning starts the night before. Establishing a bedtime routine can help signal to your body that it's time for sleep, making it easier to wake up refreshed. This could include winding down activities like reading, avoiding screens, or doing some light stretches. Step 6. Build your routine gradually. Once you've established one or two morning habits, start adding more. You might add a short workout one week, then a 10-minute meditation the next. Remember to keep it manageable and adjust as necessary. Step 7. Be flexible. Life happens. Some mornings, you might not be able to stick to your routine, and that's okay. The goal ISNT to create a rigid schedule, but to have a plan that sets you up for a productive, positive day. Step 8. Monitor your progress. Keep track of your morning routine and how it's affecting your day. Are you noticing increased productivity, better mood, adjust your routine based on what you observe? Here is an example of how a morning routine might look. Wake up at 6.30 a.m. Drink a glass of water and do five minutes of stretching. Spend 10 minutes meditating or doing a mindfulness activity. Exercise for 30 minutes. Have a healthy breakfast. Plan your day and set your top three priorities. Spend 15 minutes reading or learning something new. Remember, this is just an example. The best morning routine is the one that works for you and aligns with your goals and lifestyle. I love the smart goals. I love the tracking. And one thing you added was determining a plan for the morning. And then the example you gave at the end was just is great because bedtime routines are paramount. Exactly. And some things from other research articles I would add on to is that for your bedtime routine, make it a habit of writing down what you want to do the next day, a to-do list. Because to-do lists help with treating for time management. They keep you on track. And Alex, you added that example at the end, which is exactly what someone would want to write down the night before. Yep. And the second thing is making everything automatic. So leaving out your gym clothes, or in this case, your meditation mat for the next day. Leaving out your coffee mug. Leaving out your clothes for work the next morning. The best morning routines based on research are automatic. You know, and so 
that that's just so much information. So can we break down overall, you know, the top six points today? Like, can we break those down for us? Sure. What would be the top six strategies people should take away from this podcast with you today? Absolutely. Let us recap the main takeaways from our conversation. Yeah. Here are the top six strategies for achieving goals, building habits, and creating effective routines based on the research. Start with why. Understanding your motivation for wanting to change or create a habit is crucial. This why is what will help push you forward, even when things get tough. Set smart goals. Goals should be specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. Yep. This framework provides clarity and direction, making it more likely you'll achieve your goals. Start small and build gradually. When trying to establish a new habit or routine, start with small, manageable steps. Over time, these small changes can lead to big results. Consistency over intensity. Consistency is key when it comes to habit formation and goal achievement. Yeah. It's not about making huge changes overnight, but about making small, consistent steps towards your goal. Use habit stacking. Linking a new habit to an existing one can make it easier to remember and implement. By stacking habits, you can seamlessly integrate new behaviors into your routine. Track your progress. Monitoring your progress helps you stay motivated and allows you to adjust your strategy as mm -hmm. needed. It's a great way to celebrate small victories along the way and keep you focused on your end goal. Remember, the journey of personal growth and goal achievement is a marathon, not a sprint. Patience, persistence, and self-compassion are vital along the way. Yeah, just amazing. And I would also add in there that with building habits, you, know, you have to know what your cue or your trigger is. If you walk into your living room and that is your trigger to watch TV, why you can't get rid of your living room. Alex, like you mentioned, limiting the distractions so removing your TV or the channel changer, you know, that is going to be your key to be able to then stay on track for your for your building your habit. Right. So thank you so much for coming. I would love to be able to have you back on this podcast sometime soon. Is there a topic that you would love to talk about next time? Sure. And also, what would you like to say to all of our viewers on closing on closing out today? Thank you for having me, the goal guy. I'd be delighted to return. A future topic I'd love to discuss could be overcoming procrastination or the science mm. of motivation and productivity. Mm. These areas often go hand in hand with goal setting and habit formation. Right. Right. In closing, I'd like to say this to your viewers. Remember that change takes time. It's okay to start small and build gradually. Consistency is more important than intensity. Don't be too hard on yourself if you slip up occasionally. It's part of the process. Mm. The most important thing is to keep going. Also, remember that there's no one size fits all when it comes to habits and routines. Right. What works for one person might not work for another. Experiment, find what works best for you, and most importantly, enjoy the journey of personal growth. Thank you once again for having me on your podcast, and I look yeah, forward to our yeah. future discussions. Perfect. Thank you so much, Alex. We'll see you next time. Thank you for having me, the goal guy. I look forward to our next conversation. Until then, all the best.